Welcome back to A Perfectly Good Podcast. I'm Malaika. And I'm Elena. And we're two Taylor Swift fans. Every week we're going to be choosing a different Taylor Swift song. I'm going to take turns analyzing it. I chose this week and Elena's choosing next week. And our song of the week this week is... Dear Dear John! (laughs) (laughs) Okay, into our first segment, are there any Taylor news? Oh, we have tons of Taylor news this week. Heaps. Um, because uh, literally like an hour after we put out our episode last week, Taylor announced that she would be performing Betty's at the Country Music Awards this year. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was last night. So she did that. Very cute. Very fun. I liked it a lot. Yeah. Well, it was really cute. It was a little like, you know, just basic. Yes. But I don't blame her. What was she going to do? Hire background dancers at yeah, a time no, like this? <laughs> exactly. And I feel like that song really lends itself to like a chill performance. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, we didn't watch any of the other stuff. We literally just had it on muted, um, waiting for Taylor to come on. So I don't know yeah. like what everyone else was doing and if she matched like their energy or whatever. Um, but I liked it. I thought she, like her voice sounded amazing. Yeah. It sounded so good. Yeah. Also, we kind of started drawing on our clown makeup very early yesterday. Yes, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Y'all remember, you know, Steve from Inner Circle, Mm -hmm. um, the guy who, like, leaked folklore early. He didn't leak it. He basically hinted that it was coming. Um, And there was a screenshot going around of Steve from Inner Circle saying that Taylor would be joined by a dot, 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 friend (laughs) um at the cmas yeah and Um, betty is one of the songs that's co-written by william bowery Bowery, yes i believe is harry styles right i also i also think it's harry styles (laughs) so we were wondering was he gonna perform it with her yeah but but he did not (laughs) he did not because the stupid screenshot from inner circle steve ended up being fake Fake. yes it was (laughs) fake which was upsetting um i got very excited because you know now that we know inner circle steve like truly has the in, like, people are going to be, like, trying faking his stuff, like, a lot more, I guess, so just have to be careful. <laughs> Very upsetting. Yeah. It but was it was good. <laughs> yeah. Um, another part of the CMAs that we really <laughs> just have to talk about is Taylor's outfit. <laughs> okay, it was just very much like a mullet. It was party on the top, <laughs> um, nature trail on the bottom. <laughs> yes, and, like, here's the thing, um... She styled it herself. She did like, her own hair, her own makeup. Did her own hair. I thought her makeup looked great. Her eyebrows were a little bit rough, but, you know, who who even knows how to do their brows? Yeah. But it also, Certainly they were shielded me. by her bangs enough that it didn't bother Okay, me. but that's the thing, though. Her bangs are a little too short. Like, they were not covering her eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> well, I assume they're, like, the right length when they're straight, but now that she's keeping them curly, they're just, like, a little bit higher than they need to be. Yeah. But I did not mind, to be honest. Yeah, I didn't think it... Mm, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about the bangs. Okay, here's my thing, though. As someone who has been cutting and trimming their own bangs during quarantine, I am pretty sure that Taylor is also cutting her own bangs. <laughs> um, so I have a lot of sympathy for her. It's hard. I'm not good at it. Um, and, you know, it's just very tricky. But she did give herself a little bit of helmet hair um, <laughs> with the bangs. So I they just need to be, like... 
half an inch longer, like yeah. a couple centimeters longer. They're I just a tiny, the tiniest bit too short. I will say, as someone with curly hair who has cut her own bangs <laughs> in the past, it's very hard to make it look good when you yeah. have curly hair because you never know what the curl pattern is going to be when yeah. you wake up. That makes sense. Yeah, my hair is straight and even that is like really hard because my hair has a tendency when I cut it to just like swirl, like go upwards. My mm. hair's not curly. It's like pin straight. But whenever I cut it, it, like, really wants to, like, curl around at the ends, which makes bangs a little bit tricky. Um, so I have, I have the deepest sympathy for her <laughs> and her bang situation. Yeah. But overall, we were not feeling the outfit. I love the yeah. top. Okay, yeah. Let's, let's go more in depth in the outfit because the top I thought was very cute. Um, and I like the sparkles. I like the turtleneck. Yeah. Like very fall. It kind of looked fun. like that one mirror ball dress that she yes. wore, but, like, if she had put pants on over it and it was red. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just, like, the pants, first of all, I read a People article that was, like, oh, her tan-colored pants, and I was, like, that's kind of you. They're khaki pants. <laughs> like, <laughs> they are not tan-colored. They are khakis. Um, I thought the, I actually liked the top, like, the cut of them. Yeah, I love the top. The high-waistedness, like... Not to object fire, but they made her butt look really good. Um, I just think if it was just black jeans, that would yeah. have been perfect. Yeah. And they didn't... I don't know if they flattered, like, her legs necessarily, because they were kind of a fit and flare, which, honestly, I don't think is very flattering on anyone. I just don't think it's a good style. <laughs> <laughs> um, and also, the thing I didn't like about the pants was the, like, zipper at the bottom. Mm. Like, the hot pink zipper. I was like, what the hell is this mess? <laughs> yeah, like... I think in person it looked more of the burgundy color of the shirt because everyone who was there said that it was, like, you know, the, her burgundy, like, zipper or whatever. But in all the photos and everything, it looks, like, hot pink. Yeah. <laughs> it's just something. Um, I'm glad. I'm, I'm happy she's happy. She's clearly yes. really trying new things with her style. Yeah, and, and it's I'm like, always here for, for it. it. Go for it. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't even think it was, like, that bad. I just thought it was an interesting choice. Yeah. And some of the things, some of the things that she chose, I was just like, that's just not necessarily, like, a flattering style for anybody. Just, mm-hmm. like, the fit of the pants at the bottom and the hot pink stripe. Like, I don't know how anyone would make that work. And one more thing, not to be super nitpicky, but, like, her lipstick was, like, kind of clashing with, like, the rest of her outfit. <laughs> that one I didn't notice, personally. Yeah. Um, only because I do not even remember what color her lipstick was. It was, was. like, kind of coral and, like... I think if she had gone with her signature red lip, it would have tied the whole thing together a little bit more, but mm. I think she was going for a more natural glam yeah. on the face, which is great. Yeah, sorry, I'm looking at pictures. Yeah. Oh, it's not... Okay. I actually don't mind it. Okay. It's the same lip color I wear, I think. Yeah. And it's just, like, a little pinker than your nude lip, usually. Yeah. It just looked a little bit orangey to me, like, next to the, um... Like, in the picture where she's standing outside... Yeah, I wish I could see it better. Oh, yeah, and this one, this is not the most flattering. Yeah. But in the dark, in the I think like it performance really lighting, I think it looked great. But like in the like pictures she took on the quote unquote red carpet, yeah. um, just not great. I will say I liked her out- outfit like exponentially more seeing her standing in it than yes. sitting in it. Only sitting, I was so confused. So I was like, what is she wearing? I thought the top was a dress. Yes, I thought the like top that- was a dress and <laughs> yeah. she was just wearing pants under her dress and I was like, girl, what are you doing? Yeah, but yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm happy as long as she's happy. Yeah, and it's like, It's not you know something what? I could wear or afford to wear, so yes. how am I going to speak on it? And like, you know what? She can wear whatever the hell she wants. Like, she has, she looks great in everything. Like, 
this is just me being kind of a bitch about her outfit. <laughs> like, I think she looked cute. She looked happy. Um, and, like, you know, she styled it herself, so maybe she was really proud of that look. Um, you know, maybe she just really wanted to try wearing khakis because she's never had to wear khakis in her whole life. Yeah. Like, she's like, let me try something a little country. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Khakis are comfortable, too. So, you know, <laughs> pop off. <laughs> yeah. Talking about clothing. Mm-hmm. So, we got an email yesterday that the merch that we ordered <sighs> is delayed. But we are waiting for this merch with bated breath. Also, the new Betty merch came out. Yes. And we have opinions. Yeah. My opinion is that um, the more I look at the white shirt, the more I fall in love with it. I know it's ugly, but I cannot stop my love for it from growing. I, okay, I I don't even know how I feel about the white shirt, because I look at it, and my brain goes, that's ugly, but then I'm also like, but it it's cute, but it's also ugly, but it's cute, but ultimately it's, it's ugly. understated, sort of. It is not, not understated. understated, it's not so understated. kitschy. <laughs> not understated, like, like a piece of outfit is understated, but understated, like, unless you read the text... You wouldn't know. Oh it was yeah, yeah, Swift. yeah, that makes sense. The but I feel like that's it's just a tree that says James and Betty. That's a, I feel like that's like boom in your face. Who but the fuck no, are James and Betty. <laughs> I I disagree because the tree one I feel like is just like a very simple design, and I wouldn't look at any of those and immediately go, oh Taylor Swift. Yeah, well that's true. But I I don't know. There's something a little more cliche about the green and the orange shirt tree. The white shirt screams. A little bit of a weirdo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I feel like a school teacher would wear it. I don't know why, but I can really imagine this this white shirt on a school teacher. Yeah. And on me. <laughs> that makes sense. I don't know. It's like... I don't know. It just really feels like they're putting out merch to put out merch, which, you know, who doesn't? But at the same time, I'm just like, just why, why these designs? <laughs> why not something else? <laughs> Let us know what you think about them, because I know this round especially has been kind of divisive. Yeah. Um, see, some people hate it, some people love it. Let us know. <laughs> yeah. I will say, I was a little bit tempted by the green shirt, but ultimately it was a little too simple for me to spend, like, 40 bucks on with shipping and everything, yeah. so. Um, and I've also already bought so many fucking things from her, and I've only gotten one of them. I know. Uh, we need to see some of this cash back or whatever oh, because we've got so much stuff and it's all been delayed. So hopefully it'll get here soon. Yeah. I mean, like, she's not the only one having this issue. Like, No, of course not. I'm yeah. not blaming her. No, I definitely am not. upset. <laughs> yeah. I, like, ordered Carly Rae Jepsen merch, like, maybe, like, eight weeks ago now. And they said it, I would get a shipping update in, like, six weeks. And um, it's been eight weeks. So I emailed them. And then I emailed them a week ago. And I've only gotten the auto response so far. So at least the Taylor, the Taylor merch people are very good at responding quickly. Um, so that's a plus at least. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was hoping to get this stuff soon and yeah. then we'll show you guys what it looks like. Um, but I want it so bad. I know. Wait, didn't it have like a shipping update in the email? Did it say like, oh, it'll be two extra weeks or no, whatever? No, it was just like, it will be delayed. <laughs> And I was like, okay. <laughs> Good to no. know. Thank you. <laughs> oh, but you, you got something exciting in the mail yes. this week. <laughs> okay, so I did not buy it on the website, and I did not buy it at a store, mm -hmm. but I bought it through someone else on Depop, and I got one of Taylor's signed folklore CDs, yes. 
which I love. It's in the wrapper. It will stay in the wrapper for the rest of its life. That's so funny because if I, I'm thinking about getting one, and if I get one, I will immediately take it out of the wrapper <laughs> and like put my finger on the signature. Just touch. I just feel like it could be ruined so easily yeah. that I'm kind of scared to open it, to be honest. But I feel like the whole point of having something like that is to hold the thing that they held. You know what I mean? But I, like, I at least for did. me. Oh, okay. To me, it's just to look at it. And oh. I, know, I have a piece of her writing with me. I put it right next to my One Direction signed picture. <laughs> so now I have everyone important in my life has signed something. <laughs> Wait, is the One Direction one real? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> From 2011, baby. X Factor days. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Yes. And what else has Taylor been up to? Um... She's, she's been liking tweets. Yeah, nothing. I, like, checked what she liked. Nothing, like, crazy. Yeah. Just, like, you know, people having watch parties and stuff. So, yeah, I think that's 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 the news. Yeah, knowing us, she's going to do something crazy tomorrow. tomorrow. Or, like, <laughs> or we're two hours from now. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, if she does something and you don't hear about it here, you know why. <laughs> yeah, it's because we record this at weird times. Yeah. On to our little game of the week. <laughs> What are we doing this week, Elena? All right. So this week we are doing a BuzzFeed quiz again. Ooh. Um, so basically you choose a bunch of breakup songs from other artists and they'll give us a folklore song to listen to. Okay, I'm ready. I am ready too. Okay, first up, choose a Beyonce breakup song. These are the options. Me, Myself, and I, Best Thing I Never Had, If I Were a Boy, and Irreplaceable. What are you choosing? I have to go with Irreplaceable. It's mm. such a classic. It's such a classic. <laughs> I will have to go if I were a boy, only Ooh. because the Reba McIntyre version mm. was on constant replay <laughs> when I was 10. I love that. So, And I, I just love that song. Okay. Ooh. Choose a song that you know all the lyrics to. Since You've Been Gone by Kelly Clarkson, Before He Cheats by Carrie Underwood, Wrecking Ball by Miley Cyrus, or Single Ladies by Beyonce. I know all the words to all of these songs. I only really know the Kelly Clarkson and the Carrie Underwood. Mm, I I'm gonna go with Kelly Clarkson. Yeah, that's I have the to best go with one. Kelly. Yeah. <laughs> Choose Ooh. a sad song. Happier by Ed Sheeran. I fall apart by Post Malone. Stay by Rihanna and The Scientist by Coldplay. This one's hard. Um, not to be an Ed Sheeran fan because mm. I don't personally like him, <laughs> but I love the song Happier. Ooh, I'm gonna be a sap and go with The Scientist. I Ooh. love that song. Ooh, sorry, these just keep getting better. Okay, choose an Adele breakup song. Rolling in the Deep, Someone Like You, Send My Love to Your New Lover, and Water Under the Bridge. Ooh, so many good ones. I don't know, what are you doing? Okay, I don't know if I'm going to choose this one, but Send My Love to Your New Lover is me and my mom's song. Like, this is the song we sing in the car, so it doesn't feel like a breakup song to me, because I've never thought about it like that. It's too much of a bop. It's just like... It's just so good. Yeah. Um, I might do Someone Like You just because it's so sad it's so and basic. Yeah. I'm going to go with Someone Like You too. Choose a throwback song. Don't Speak by No Doubt. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Unbreak My Heart by Tony Braxton. Torn by Natalie Imbrigula. Imbrigula? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how to say your last You name. ought to know about Alanis Morissette. Oh, this one's hard. You ought to know. This one's hard because Torn is the first song that One Direction performed together at X Factor. Got a lot of memories. <laughs> Sorry to keep throwing it back to One Direction. No, we love it. But You Ought to Know is the first song that I remember hearing uh, when I was seven and watching um, American Idol. Ooh. And I fell in love with it then, sung by Haley Reinhardt. 
I also love Don't Speak by No Doubt, um, but I'm swayed by You Oughta Know because it's um, Santana's favorite song on Glee. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, I'll do You Oughta Know. I love that song. Choose an upbeat song. Ooh. Shout out to my ex, a bop. Mm. So What by Pink, It Ain't Me by Kygo and Selena Gomez, Love, love Yourself by Justin Bieber. I'm going to do So What by All Pink. Right. It's I'm going to do Shout Out to My Ex. Uh. Um, choose a current song. Thank You Next by Ariana Grande, You Should Be Sad by Halsey, Selfish by Madison Beer, and Before You Go by Louis Capaldi. I hate most of these songs, to be honest with I you. I have not heard any of them besides Thank You Next. I, before, I like Louis Capaldi. Before You Go isn't a song of his that I like, but I, I guess I'll choose I hate his music. Them. I hate ah! it so much. <laughs> it's just, like, kind of basic, Ugh, but I love so, him. He's ugh. so funny. I don't know anything about him. I just know that he has, like, a couple songs where I'm just like, ugh, God. Oh, my God. No, I love... He's just so funny. Like, <laughs> a hilarious man. <laughs> All right. Choose a song that makes you dance. Forget You by CeeLo Green. <laughs> Tainted Love by Soft Cell. Bye 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 by InSync. And What Doesn't Kill You... Stronger What Doesn't Kill You by Killer Clarkson. Forget You? Yeah, it has to be Forget You. <laughs> I love that song. Choose a retro Ooh. song. Go Your Own Way by Fleetwood Mac. Um, one of my favorites. You're So Vain by Carly Simon. I Will Survive by Gloria Gaynor. And Total Eclipse of the Heart by Bonnie Tyler. I'm gonna have to go with Total Eclipse of the Heart. Okay. That's one of my favorite songs. Go Your Own Way by The Mac. Love it. Love it. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Finally, choose a Taylor Swift breakup song. Should have said no. You're not sorry. We are never ever getting back together or picture to burn. This is so hard. These are like... So good. <laughs> I think I'm going to go with the basic of should have said no. I think that was yeah. just oh, so much anger. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go with picture to burn. Ooh. Okay. I got, you should listen to Cardigan. Ooh. You're an old soul born in the wrong generation. <laughs> no, I am black. <laughs> I am born in the right generation. Yeah. <laughs> you don't follow today's trends and tend to prefer things from yesteryear instead. Your beliefs and interests are also different from people your age, but you wouldn't have it any other way. This is so millennial. So <laughs> That's not you that at, at all. <laughs> I hate that, but okay. <laughs> I got, you should listen to Mad Woman. You're a fighter who rolls with the punches. If you ever get thrown down, you're quick to dust your shoulders off and come back even stronger. You're outspoken and vocal, which only makes you more empowered. Listening to Mad Woman will inspire and empower you. Hmm. These could be better. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know about you that. You do roll with the punches, but I don't think that that's the best song for mm-hmm. you from yeah. folklore. Yeah, Mad Woman is not my favorite <laughs> of folklore at all. Interesting. Yeah, so that was that was fun. Um, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> okay, on to song facts. In Ooh. case you forgot what song we're here to talk about, it's Dear, Dear John. John. <laughs> okay, so this is a song on Speak Now. Um, Taylor wrote it by herself. Yes. It was a huge thing. All songs on Speak Now, so. It was produced by Nathan Chapman. Chapman. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, it's Taylor's longest song to date at 6 minutes and 43 seconds. almost 7 minutes long. (laughs) And I will let it go on for another (laughs) 7. I love this song. (laughs) And the hidden message is loved you from the very first day. Which is a lyric from Superman, as we discussed in our Superman episode. Yeah. Um, this song is very clearly about Mr. John Mayer. Who I hate. Who I hate. <laughs> yeah. He's literally wretched. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know what else to say. Wretched. <laughs> wretched. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's no way to describe him. 
And it's like, not to be mean to other men, yeah. but it's like, anytime I look at someone and I'm like, you remind me of John Mayer, immediate Ugh. puke. Yeah, no way, no way. Yeah. Um, not a big fan of his. Um, yeah, so Taylor wrote it by herself. Um, this is kind of cool. Like, a Dear John letter is actually like a type of like historical letter, I guess, or like a type of letter that people used to send. Like, if their husband was away at war or something, and they, like, didn't want to be with them anymore, they would just pack all their shit up and leave, and, like, send them a Dear John letter saying that they broke up with them. I'm like, bye! Bye -bye. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's, I mean, that's the duality of the meaning. Yeah. was like, I know exactly Exactly what what I'm I'm doing. (laughs) (laughs) Also, Dear John, um, had a lot of great reviews when it first came out. Yes. New York Times called it the most scorching track on Speak Now. Yes. And probably to date, because at that point, she hadn't been doing, like, hella, hella scorch. Not, like, to date now. Oh, I, uh, to yeah. To date Speak Now. <laughs> I honestly think that's bold of them to say when Better Than Revenge is on the same album. <laughs> <laughs> I think they meant more emotionally scorching. Yeah, I don't know. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, in 2017, Billboard ranked Dear John at number 18 on its list of 100 great, greatest deep cuts of the 21st century and said it's surgical but full of betrayal that anyone past a first crush can understand. It's a perfect song to scream along to with friends or cry along with in solitude. Yeah, that's definitely true. <laughs> um, John Mayer had an interesting reaction to the song mm-hmm. in that he was very defensive about it, which <laughs> makes me go, hmm, suspicious, because um, I don't trust men. <laughs> or him specifically. Or him specifically, yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay, so pretty much he had this interview with Rolling Stone, and he said, and I quote, I never got an email. I never got a phone call. I was really caught off guard, and it really humiliated me. <laughs> at a time when I'd already been dressed down. I mean... How would you feel if, at the lowest you've you've ever ever been, (laughs) someone kicked you even lower? And then the interviewer proceeded to ask him about the line in Dear John, don't you think I was too young to be messed with? And he said, I don't want to go into that. That's (laughs) very rich of him, considering he was in his 30s and Taylor was 19. Yeah. It's literally hilarious. I'm like, just say you're a pedophile and move on. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Literally. Also, what's funny is that he's mad he didn't get, like, a phone call or anything when literally the song is saying this is why you won't get a phone call. Like, literally, that is, like, the song. Yeah. <laughs> that is the concept of the song. <laughs> like, he's like, I will not be answering your, your phone, phone calls. calls. Are you this dumb? Song, it's like, <laughs> I won't be picking up, and this song is to let you know why. Like, why? She told you. Yeah. She said that right there. And Taylor literally said in, like, an interview with, I think, Ellen, that this song was the way of, like, pressing send on, like, so many deleted text messages that she was, like, gonna send him. Mm-hmm. And I was like, period. Like, that's <laughs> yeah. what she said what she had to say. She did. And, like, you know what? Sometimes you just, like, can't engage with people like that. Yeah. Like, if someone's, like, treating you like John was in this song... Like, sometimes it's best to just disengage and move on with your life. Like, yeah, you it's know? a toxic relationship with someone who, in age, was so far her, like, superior or whatever that yeah. it was weird. It's messed up. It's very weird. Yeah. Also, rich of John to <laughs> feel bad about Taylor writing a song about him when he's notorious for talking about sex with other women. Yeah. Like, when he went on a whole thing about how, like, Jessica Simpson was, like, the best person he ever had sex with... And she was like, yeah, that was really fucked up of him to, like, talk about our sex life. (laughs) Exactly. And also, he wrote a song about her in response that was super mean and petty. It's called Paper Doll. Um, I have to admit, 
it does kind of, it's kind of a bop. <laughs> it's kind of a bop. But only if you remove yourself entirely from the context of the song. Um, but basically he's just like, oh, you're just like a paper doll. Like, what new outfit are you going to try on? Like, oh, someone's going to have to like, you know, you should have kept my shirt or whatever because then you'd feel better. Like, I gave you everything. Like, I can't believe you weren't thankful for it. And it's like, the lyrics are literally like so like embarrassing for him. And to be honest, like... I- I wouldn't, the song only makes Taylor come off as, like, even younger, mm-hmm. and you come off as more of a pedophile, like, yes. <laughs> like, talking about her like this, like, of course, in some way, she's a paper doll, she's still trying to figure out who the fuck she, she is. is, like, this is the first, like, stanza, paper doll, come try it on, step out of the black chiffon, here's a dress of gold and blue, sure was fun being good to you. This one we made just for fall, and winter runs a bit too small. This mint green is new for spring. My love didn't cost a thing. Okay, first off, this doesn't... It sounds like he was like, what can I possibly rhyme yeah. with these words? <laughs> Chiffon? Like, yeah. <laughs> nothing to do with anything. You're like 22 girls in one, and none of them know what they're running from. Is it just too far to fall for a little paper doll? Yeah, okay, calling her a little paper doll when she's 12 years younger than, than you... you? is weird so creepy very creepy so creepy um but yeah again we hate him <laughs> yeah we we hate him he's a creep and um yeah yeah i, I yeah that's all i have to say about that <laughs> <laughs> also okay i saw something on like reddit or whatever like a while back about like people saying that this song was like petty but like she's not really throwing any shots at him in that way she's talking yeah. about how much he hurt her mm-hmm. and if anything his song back was petty, like, yeah. by saying she's, like, a nobody and, like, a little girl who doesn't know who she is. Yes, and also the fact that his song came out, like, so... His song came out after Red, because it has several men... Like, several deep... <laughs> like, okay. Like, 22 women in one. Yeah, like, 22 girls in one and also Fold a Scarf, Moroccan, Red. Yeah. This man listened to Red. He listened to All Too Well. Um, but yeah, it's just, like... <sighs> I like to think that he thought all too well it was about him. <laughs> I'm like, no, sir, it was no, not. She had moved sir, on from you. <laughs> absolutely not. It was about Jake Gyllenhaal, who I also hate. But no, she had moved on from you, sir. Yeah. She was not this still not writing about songs you. about you. This is not about you. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's like I don't think any of the stuff she's describing is like petty. It's all like signs of emotional abuse. If we're being quite honest, yeah. <laughs> like. But uh, literally, because she's not being like, oh, you're so annoying, or like, you wouldn't do this, or you wouldn't do this. She's literally being like, you literally burned me to ashes, and you used me, like, physically and emotionally. Like, that's not petty shit. (laughs) Yeah, and it's like, okay. (sighs) Long were the nights when my days once revolved around you, counting my footsteps, praying the floor won't fall through again. My mother accused me of losing my mind, but I swear I was fine. You paint me a blue sky and go back and turn it to rain, and I lived in your chess game, but you changed the rules every day. Wondering which version of you I might get on the phone tonight while I stop picking up and the song is to let you know why. Like, just that first verse, it's just like, this man (laughs) played with her feelings, first of all. Like, the first line about, like, counting my footsteps, praying the floor won't fall through, like, just having to be really careful about, like, how you talk around a person or, like, you know, stuff like that. That's big old red flag. Yeah. It was clearly a toxic and abusive relationship. And mm-hmm. people are going to be like, oh, you're petty for writing this song. Yeah. No. And it's like, <laughs> and I lived in your chess game, but you changed the rules every day. Like, that's messed up. It's like, it's very different. Like, better than revenge 
is a great song, but you can say it's petty. Yeah, that's definitely petty. That's a petty song. This is an emotional, like, jerker about this guy who literally took advantage of her when she was, like, pretty much a kid. Yeah. And, like, not to, like, psychoanalyze this, but I will. (laughs) Um, Like, the line, my mother accused me of losing my mind, but I swore I was fine, combined with, like, you know, the chess game line and stuff like that. Like, the whole point of, like, gaslighting in, like, the very literal psychological sense of being, like, hey, um, this light is on. And someone else being, like, no, that light's not on. You're crazy. And you being, like, no, I understand that this light is on. I know that this light is on. I'm looking at this light being on right now. And then being, like, no, it's not on. It's off. Like, that's, like, gaslighting in the traditional sense, right? The whole point of gaslighting is, like, make the other person feel like they're crazy and, like, they're losing their mind. Yeah. So, like... That line and, like, you know, changing the rules every day and, like, all the other stuff, I'm like, hmm, <laughs> that's messed up. But it would also, like, the gaslighting narrative would also match the bridge where she's like, all the girls you've run dry have tireless eyes because you burned them out, but I took your matches before fire could catch me. Mm-hmm. And she's like, bitch, I did not <laughs> let you finish gaslighting me. Yeah, exactly. Well. Okay, so, as always, some connections to past and future songs Mm -hmm. that could be on purpose, could not be, but that I found cool. Yeah. So, the line, you paint me a blue sky, then go back and turn it to rain, um, sounds kind of like you put up walls and paint them all a shade of gray, and I said they're loving you and washed them all away. Mm -hmm. In a lot of ways, I feel like it's, like, the reverse, like, um, in the first relationship, she was the one who was, like, trying, Mm -hmm. and so when she entered this relationship with John Mayer, and she was like, dang, like... He's giving it a shot. Yeah. And then, bam, bam, he comes in with that uppercut. Yeah. Bam. Um, and I lived in your chess game, but you changed the rules every day. Um, first off, she, like, talks about playing games yeah. in a lot of her songs. But most of the time, it's a card game. Yeah. And she, like, I mean, she doesn't a lot, but she also says, like, we were card sharks playing games. I thought you were leading me on. Mm-hmm. Something, okay, first, just the dynamic and the symbolism of cards versus chess is, mm-hmm. like, to me, crazy different. Like, cards yeah. is more of an equal game. Yes. I can play cards. Yeah. Uh, chess is a chess, manipulative game. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I feel like chess implies, like, because, like, with cards, I don't know. I, I mean, I guess both of them, you're trying to figure out what the other person is thinking, but with chess, it's, like, the intention is to, like, always manipulate the other person into thinking you're doing something you're not. Um, so, I don't know. Also, it's just more complicated. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I like that connection. And then she also says, again, but you change the rules every day, to this is our place, we make the rules, oh, and lover. So <laughs> and just this change from, like, having to follow everything John Mayer said to being with Joe and being like, we're, f- like, this is us. Like, yeah. we create this together. Exactly. Oh. I love that. And then, wondering which version I might get on the phone tonight. Well, I stopped picking up, and the song is to let you know why. I think connects a lot to the We're Never Getting Back Together music video. Mm-hmm. Um, just because that, you know, is like a phone call thing. Yeah. Um, again, not the same guy, but yeah. <laughs> I think it was a fun connection. And then, this one, this one's very far-fetched. But again, with the, uh, John Mayer-Joe Alwyn connection. Yeah. She says, all the girls that you've run dry have tired left his eyes because you burn them out. He's clearly, like, fire in this situation. Mm-hmm. And in Peace, um, Taylor says, about, you know, technically about Joe, if you're a cascade, ocean waves, blue com- blues come. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, the water to fire thing, Aww, which I think is that's cute. that's so cute. And... 
from the same, you know, album. Yeah. Um, she says, I'm shining like fireworks over your sad empty town in this. And then in Sparks Fly, she said, I'm captivated by you, baby, like a fireworks show. And she's just like, fuck, you're not my fireworks show. I'm, I'm the, the fireworks show. show. <laughs> yeah. <Wow. laughs> and those are some connections. Yes, I love that. Yeah. What are your thoughts on the song? <laughs> All right, so... God. <laughs> I, I already read don't, your notes and I'm already roasting you for this. <laughs> don't hate me, don't hate me, but this song is just not for me. Um, once again, as with all Taylor songs that I don't particularly vibe with, it's not that it's a bad song. I understand that it's a very good song. Um, it just doesn't click with me emotionally. Like, I love the lyrics and everything, um, but I think it's maybe just a little bit too long, like a hair too long. And, um, I don't know. I think my favorite Taylor songs are just the ones that I can, like, you know, scream, sing in the car, and, like, ones that are really upbeat. So, like, this one just doesn't really vibe with me. So, Mm. yeah. (laughs) I disagree. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, this used to be, like, my favorite song of all time until, like, I realized, I mean... I can't say until All Too Well came out because I didn't really like All Too Well when it first came out. Yeah. But until All Too Well beat it out, pretty sure. much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the only reason it's not in my top ten anymore is because I've listened to it to death. Yeah. <laughs> it makes me physically ill to listen to it now. <laughs> because I literally would listen to it every single day. Oh so my now God. I just think back and I'm like, tears were cried. I still cry every single time I listen to this song. Really? It's just, yes, it's so sad. <laughs> And I feel like it's different. I mean, okay, I've never been in a relationship, so I can't 100% put it on the same wavelength. But I'm 19 right now, uh-huh. and it's, like, the same age she was when she was in this relationship with John Mayer. Yeah. And it's, like, deeper thinking about it, like, I could never be in a relationship with a 32-year-old right now. Yeah. And have it be anywhere near equal. Exactly. Like, ugh, God. Disgusting. Uh-uh. <laughs> um, yeah, that's gross. Yeah. Um, also, I think the way that she sings the song is really nice. Yes. Like, I love her vocals in the song. Oh. I think they're great. Yeah. Also, she has just, like, okay, this connects a lot to, like, the line where she's, like, playing the praying the floor won't fall through again. Mm-hmm. But throughout the song, she has moments, like, of hesitation. Yeah. But she's, like, praying the floor won't fall through, pause, pause, again. again. Yeah. Or, like, wondering which versions I, which version of you I might get on the phone, pause, I'll pause, pause tonight. tonight. Yeah. And I think it just connects really well to this idea of, like, you mm-hmm. know, not knowing where she is in this relationship. Yeah. Um, and then when she says, well, maybe it's me and my blind optimism to blame, I, the way she sings that line, like, she's about to choke on tears, bro, Mm. gets me every single time. (laughs) Yeah. Mm. And just the entire chorus. I just, I mean, the bridge. I just love the bridge. I love the bridge. bridge. I think it's good. So Um, freaking good. Yeah. It's just, I don't know why I don't like it that much. (laughs) Like, I guess... I don't know. I guess I've just never had a situation like this that I've been in or, like, a relationship platonic or romantic that's been like this, so it just doesn't really work for me. Um, and, like, yeah, again, I think it's a great song, but I almost always skip it just because it's, like, so long. (laughs) It's so long, and I just, I have a really short attention span, so if I don't, like, immediately click with something, I'll just skip it, so, yeah. I will say I also skip it now, just because, again, I I have to be in the emotional headspace to listen to this song. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, I do love this song. Yeah. Yeah. 
right. Um, shall we move on? <laughs> yep. <laughs> okay, music video discussion. Mm-hmm. There is no current existing music video, and I've always agreed with that personally. I The song is too emotional to be, like, encapsulated in a music video that doesn't make it seem, like, childish or yes, something. Yes, I agree. I think, I honestly think that, like, not, like, we created this segment, like, you know, with songs in mind where we had a music video planned out, but in all honesty, not every song needs a music video, yeah. and this is one of those songs that just doesn't really need one, so. I just feel it wouldn't translate, and it would just take, like, the severity, sort of, of the song and of some of her emotions at the time. Yeah. Um, like, away and stuff like that, so. Yeah, yeah I, I agree. I think it's fine without it. Yeah, doesn't need it. Um. <laughs> On to our new segment that yes! we created last week. <laughs> Where would this be if it was in Glee? Okay, I have a couple of thoughts about this. Okay, me too. Um, I had, like, okay, so, I don't know how many girls' voices they have on the show that would really fit this song. Hmm. I think Rachel could pull it off, but no one wants to hear Rachel sing yet another ballad. Yeah. Um, so I was thinking that Santana would destroy this, but I don't know how it would fit in her, like, arc, because she doesn't really date men after, like, the first season. Um, and none of them have ever, like, heard her this bad. Um, so then I moved on, and I was like, well, what about Kitty singing this to Puck, because they have the weird age gap, and he's kind of a dick. Um, but I don't know. Like, I love Becca Tobin, but I just don't know if her voice suits this song, because she has a very, like... I don't know how to describe it. Yeah. Um, but, like, she sounds very good with particular styles, but I just don't think ballads is one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, so then my third thought, and I realized immediately that this was correct and what they would have done, is that <laughs> they would make Kurt sing this to Blaine after one of them cheated on the other for, like, the 900th time past season four, <laughs> even though it's not in his range at all and it wouldn't sound good. <laughs> yeah, that's probably what it, they would end up doing. <laughs> I was saying they could change it and make Puck sing it to Shelby after the bass yes! together. Oh my <laughs> but god. The changes would be so hilarious. hilarious. That and would be so funny. I think oh it'd be god. a fun running theme to have Puck do as many Taylor Swift songs, songs as possible. Because <laughs> he has like one of the two. <laughs> oh my god. That'd be really funny. Yeah. I have no idea how they would change any of the lyrics to make that work. I don't know either. I think they could make it work somehow. They're not afraid of changing things up to fit their storyline. <laughs> yeah. Or have Rachel sing this to whatever his name is, the guy that she dates. Brody? Brody. Yeah, Brody. Because Brody's such a, a mess yes. and such a user. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, actually that would work really well just with the plot line. Yeah. Fucking Brody. But <laughs> I hate like, Brody. <laughs> but the way Santana would eat this song up. No, okay. I wish Santana could sing this. Oh, God, that would be so good. Yeah. All right. Um, let's move on. <laughs> um, so where does the song rank on your list? Okay, it was, like, top ten. It was, like, my fifth favorite song for a really long time. But, again, because of the emotional trauma I go through every time I have to listen to this song um, and the fact that, you know, Folklore came out and now mm-hmm. a bunch of my tops are just Folklore songs, it's fallen down to number 21. All right. That's pretty good. Um, <laughs> what about you? <laughs> so, before I get into it, I finally redid my ranking. I did it all in one sitting before we recorded the podcast. Um, and uh, Dear John is number 81. <laughs> like I said, I just don't vibe with it. But I totally respect it as a song. And, you know, the songwriting and the vocals and everything, beautiful. Yeah. Um, 
So, yeah. Anything else you want to say about it? I don't think so. I think that's it. All right. I love this song. Yeah. <laughs> um, do you know what we're going to do next week? Okay, so I have a couple of thoughts. Okay. Um, I know that we have to do more songs off Lover, but at the same time, I don't want to. So. <laughs> I said no. <laughs> I said no. Heart. <laughs> um, I'm thinking another fall type song because... Mm-hmm. The weather's getting a little bit chillier. Okay, which we found out is actually <laughs> because of like ash or like fog or whatever from the from California wildfires. <laughs> descending. Okay, yeah. but actually, no. Today was not smoky out. It was cloudy because it's raining. Yeah, okay, but it wasn't smoky the other days. It was just kind of chilly and we were enjoying it until we found out that the reason <laughs> it was because of the smoke. <laughs> okay, yeah. Um, but yeah. Um, it is chillier outside, and I'm taking that to mean fall instead of devastating wildfire yes. and climate change. Um, so, I'm thinking I've been a little bit obsessed with Crazier lately mm-hmm. from the Hannah Montana movie. Love that song. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it gives me fall vibes necessarily, but I put it on my fall playlist, so we'll see. I'm also really obsessed with The Other Side of the Door. It just mm. makes me think of like going to the pumpkin patch, um, and I'm kind of obsessed with it. And I'm also thinking maybe Hey Steven, because mm, that song is a bop, and I just kind of rediscovered it in my own personal listening, and I'm, like, really into it right now, so, yeah, we'll see about how I feel next week. Yeah. If we do crazier, you're gonna finally have to watch oh, the Hannah Montana <laughs> Elena, the uncultured swan that she is, has never seen this iconic My family movie. did not have cable until I was, like, 13. Yeah, <laughs> so... my family didn't either. <laughs> the but... internet exists. <laughs> I don't, but I never had the emotional, nostalgic connection to any of these Disney Channel shows or anything. Yeah, but I'm saying you could have watched it when you were younger on the internet. Like, we didn't have a TV. We just watched everything on the laptop. I didn't do that, though. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't have my own computer or anything. friends' houses that you went to to watch Hannah Montana? No, because none of them watched Hannah Montana. (laughs) Wow. Wow. (laughs) Someone has got to take you through the emotional journey. (laughs) Okay, the Hannah Montana movie. I'm not, I'm not, You don't have to watch the series, but the movie's actually really good. Yeah, I do. I'm fine with watching the movie. I'm just, I don't want to watch the TV show. (laughs) Even though it's amazing. A work of art. Okay. Oh, God. All these Disney Channel shows that people are obsessed with because they watched them when they were six, and I'm just sitting here having absolutely no emotional connection to them, and, like, I just don't... <laughs> Some of them are funny enough that you don't need the emotional connection. Like Sweet Life of Zack and Cody, a hundred percent you would still laugh at that today if you just started watching it afresh. And some scenes, Sunny with a chance you would hate, but yeah. <laughs> some scenes that you would find hilarious, like when Chad and Sunny go on their first date and he pukes on her. But like I hate stuff like that. <laughs> no, I'm telling you, you would find that that's the funniest scene in history. <laughs> no, it's not. It's the problem. Yes, it is. You've never seen it. You don't know. <laughs> I feel like this is circling back to my dislike of children's animated movies, which is a it's whole not other animated. Thing. No, but it's the same feeling. I get the same feeling from children's animated movies as I do from Disney Channel TV shows. Oh, Elena just hates nostalgia and joy. <laughs> no, but I don't. Nostalgia associated with those things. That's my point. That's just to be bitter then. You're not even giving them a chance. But I've seen, like, one-off episodes of that stuff, and it didn't click with me. Oh, you're, you're missing out on so much joy. I know. You would have been a Wizards of Waverly Place bitch all the way. I did. Okay. Wizards of Waverly Place had, like, was, like, ending? Or maybe in, like, season, the last two seasons or whatever when I got cable. So I did catch... 
wizards in a semi-nostalgic part of my life. So some of the some of that I like for the nostalgia, but I haven't really seen anything else. Yeah, that one, oh, you would have loved it. It's genuinely <laughs> such a good show. But yeah. We at least have to watch the Hannah Montana movie if we're doing yes, Crazier. I'm, I'm down to watch the movie because I've seen the music video for Crazier and it looks really cute. And um, I also think the Hoedown Throwdown... Hoedown Throwdown? Yeah. Hoedown. Yes. A bop. And You'll Always Find Your Way Back Home, mm. written by Taylor, well, also a bop. <laughs> so I'm excited to do that. And they have Butterfly Fly Away, an emotional ass song, Ooh. which is sung by Billy. All right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> All right. A little rant at the end, as usual, yeah. but... <laughs> it's not us if we don't go off topic. Yes, exactly. Um, <laughs> no new reviews this week. Um, guys, please. Um, I know this is rich of us to say after we just went on a rant that had nothing to do with this podcast whatsoever. <laughs> um, but if you like the podcast, if you're still listening, um, go ahead, go on to iTunes, um... Give us a five stars review. Um, it helps other people find the podcast. It puts us higher in like the SEO stuff, which is great. And we really love hearing from you guys. It makes us really happy. Um, we like getting feedback because we put a lot of work into this, and we like hearing that you guys like it. It makes us really happy. So yeah. Yes. Also check us out on our Instagram mm-hmm. at Perfectly Good Pod. Yes. Um, we post updates about when we're gonna like you know post. Yeah, podcast and, and just fun stuff that we find sometimes. Yeah, like behind the scenes stuff, like pictures of us doing fun stuff with Taylor related or like, you know, stuff like that. And we'll post pictures of our merch and everything once we get it. Um, and you can keep updated with our journey to recreate some Taylor merch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, currently in a little bit of stagnated phase, but we're getting there. <laughs> we'll pick back up soon. Yes. <laughs> Okay, thank you so much for listening, and I hope to have you hear us again next Next week. week. Yeah, (laughs) we'll see you next week. Okay, bye. Okay, bye bye. (laughs)